2: and And the the world world at large.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email dhccusan at gmail.com.
1: We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors, for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price
3: certifications in town, you'll find print products
0: Wednesday, everybody, I am Belle Star, your hostess with the mostess, not cupcakes, so haha, <laughs> where's the sound effects when you need them? That's a light that turns itself on and off, in case you want to know, it's kind of haunted, but uh, anyway, welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday, everybody. Now, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to hit it like that, but it literally turns itself on and off, so it kills the batteries, but it's a killer light, but it dies. And uh, Mr. Chuck Williams from Avondale Pictures gave me that, oop, oop. Right, C twelve are these batteries in this? Yeah. They die for test. So anyway. It looks like a UFO, huh? Yeah. Look at some new batteries. Stick it in. Have some fun. There you go. Fun for the whole family. All right, welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday, everybody. Hopefully you can hear me out there. All right. Wow. Imagine that. Can you believe we've been sitting here for 10 looking years? I know. Oh, that's why they do talk Go in the bathroom and I go, oh, there's 20 years right off my face. So sister and I are pulling our foreheads back, going, oh, yeah, yeah, it's been at least 10 years. How many venues have we been in? I mean, we have been in living rooms and all of the tumbleweeds. This is our fourth tumbleweed, right? It's fourth. Fourth is the best. That's it. Fourth is the best. So check out Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. We're at the southeast corner of Broadway and Swan. If you want to get certified and you want to save a whole lot of money, you want to get your uh, medical cannabis card. Um, Let's see. Uh, Blah 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 blah. Oh, ha! Quickly for the bestie. Um, And it always my Google. Silver Sister, get shopping. It's only 263 days until Christmas. Where the hell are my bells? <laughs> I've damn, I've done Lost my bells. Ring my bell. Yes, yeah, it's my hat collection. Half of them you got me. <laughs> All right, so 263 days. The count is on. And if you want to know what you can get your medical cannabis card for, go to tumbleweedshelvescenter.com. Go to the certification section. And you can book your appointment right there. It says book appointment, the little star, just click on it. Um, but if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers everything, damn near everything, pretty much everything, uh, severe nausea, seizures, all seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease. Agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, and I know it covers bunions. Ow. Bunions are bad. Stop crying, she said. Just because your toenails fall off, mine don't need
4: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
0: That's right. I've seen toe foot turn into the knee leg in less than half a week. Oh, you got a fever? You need a donkey kicking. Oh, you need a blue jay to peck out the blood. You heard it here first. A million Ways to Die in the West. Two is coming. Yeah, coming. I'm going to make it. Oh, all right. So shout out. Growers House, 3635 East 34th Street. And I did get notification back. I have somebody coming to consult on my room, so you can call them for consultations. I'm sure there's a charge, Um, but uh, you can get your rooms consulted on. And uh, you can check them out at growershouse.com, and you can cruise on down to their warehouse, uh, give them a call, or just shoot them an email. Also, CANA Health Online Digital Magazine. Here you are, wherever you are, here you go.
5: CANA Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health.
0: That's right. Check it out. Uh, If you go to our website, www.weedshealthcenter.com, go to the uh, radio show section, scroll on down, uh, and there's some links for you Growers House, Canna Health, Goodleaf is our brand new almost brand new Hemp and CBD Marketplace, the Goodleaf go down to 6224 East Speedway Boulevard right next to Bookman who doesn't love the magic of Bookman Yay, Bookman 10Buds is on here and CBDV is, so check it out Um, alright, and next week oh my gosh we moved it Uh yes we did we moved our special radio show. We're not doing it on 420 anymore. It's just too busy. And people are East Coast, and they're like, e- uh, well, I can try. I'm like, okay, no, let's move it to the 13th. So the 13th is going to be our 10-year anniversary free 420 radio show, 8 to 10 a.m., Tucson, Arizona, Phoenix time, guys. We have special guests, Doug Fine, Robert Platt, and Regina Nelson, and more. Check it out. We're going to chat with our favorite Pete our favorite can can not um find out what they've been doing for the last ten frickin' years. Hmm, ten years? That is insane. That is crazy. And Doug was was he not my first guest? Who was my very first guest? Uh I gotta find out who the very, very, very first guest was. Mm, Irvin and Heidi, no. Irvin and and Robert, no. Now that was the very first show when I got taken over. JJ, we miss you. Oh, our tech guy. Oh, anyway, I thought it would be fun to play some of the uh, shows that uh, our guests that are coming up next week, in case you don't know who they are. Robert Platschorn spent uh, almost 30 years in federal prison for doing, uh, for trafficking marijuana. On Big Boats, uh, Black Tuna Game, you can check them out. Um, but check out Robert Plattschorn and the Silver Tour, which is what we're going to um, take a look at here in a second. Uh, Doug Fine is our hemp hemp man extraordinaire. He is like he is like, hot Mr. Hemp of the universe. <laughs> Mr. Hempiverse. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, TM. Yeah, Mr. Hempiverse. I love it. We're going to get him a cake made of hemp. Mr. Hempovers. And then we have Dr. Regina Nelson coming on who is all about our endocannabinoid system. She has trainings you can do, um, EC therapy, endocannabinoid system therapy, ECS. And you can check it out, take her classes. She's really awesome. She, does, she works a lot with kids and um, everything about your endocannabinoid system. So hopefully we'll have some more guests on, um, but definitely going to have some fun things happening so this morning I just thought, well, you know what, why don't we introduce uh, y'all to some of our friends. And um, this guy, Robert Platshorn, his, his favorite saying is, hold on, it's this.
3: Here's a question for you. Should Grandma smoke pot?
5: I am just <laughs> sufficiently aware of it. I have no know knowledge at all of it, I would say I'm interested in uh, medical marijuana, uh-huh. there's sort of a sea change going on in this nation, uh, and, and it has to do with marijuana. You know, at old age, they say that the time is 75. We have at least four products diseases to deal with. My phone's taking 25,000 pills to 5 years old. Well, things have changed since I started using medical cannabis. It's going to be quite by accident that cannabis for marijuana were better than to go narcotics that would get used.
3: I'm Robert Fletchorn, author of Black Tuna Diaries, and the man who spent 30 years in prison for marijuana, more than anyone in America. Many of you are familiar with my story from the movie Square Grouper, which was on Showtime. The things you're about to see will certainly surprise you and most likely shock many of you. For the past 70 years, you've been bombarded with lies Carefully crafted propaganda.
5: And more strictly is the member
3: of In order to sustain a multi-billion dollar drug war. Against the most valuable plant on the planet. A war that helped no one. But has destroyed billions of American lives.
1: They created a the perfect system for themselves. They create a cycle where they made this illegal. They then funded it with the privatization of prisons. The privatization of prisons and mandatory minimums came out of That's another billion-dollar industry. So the law enforcement have an incentive to keep these things illegal. The yes. majority of arrests in this country for drugs are for the marijuana. Simple possession of marijuana. There's an arrest approximately every
5: 37 seconds in this country per can. Every 37 seconds. My
3: sentence was sixty-four years. There's no way to describe that. There's no way to, to explain what that does to
5: you. We're more apt in this country to cut our teachers and our educational system than our law enforcement system. For something that's been proven to not harm
3: a single soul. President Jimmy Carter had made inferences that he wouldn't be opposed to legalizing it.
5: And
3: administration favor is in the
5: penalties they face for well, that use. We uh-huh. have to find a serious medical
2: consequence related to our One think. more question.
3: So much to my surprise, we have not found serious health consequences in approximately $20 million of research in the last five years. But the thing that we do know, though, is that we will be saving the lives and careers of a lot of young people that would otherwise be s- destroyed
1: by maintaining criminal penalties and putting people in jail for possession. Ugh.
0: 1977. Twenty million dollars back then. That's insane.
5: The people you need to talk to about medical marijuana is not the people who are already predisposed to smoke it, but to talk to the senior citizens and you launch the Silver Tour.
3: The Silver Tour isn't a lecture or panel or class. It's a show.
5: <laughs>
3: First, they get to meet, I'm here, a couple of doctors. We love you, are In respectable
5: moderation,
3: marijuana is absolutely not addicted. No more than marijuana. a marijuana, <laughs> have done research for 10 or 12 years. Then they get to meet patients, people like Herb Rosenfeld. It's was they me to my life who's gotten medical marijuana from the federal government. And they took me once, once 25 days. The whole time I was in prison, wow, the federal government had me 300 joints a month to treat his tumors. i still maintain, of course, it has no medical
5: value. It's been called by many names, hemp, ganja, pot, weed, marijuana. But they all have the same uses. Most importantly, medicine.
3: Cannabis has been the medicine now for about three thousand years. Uh, in the United States, it only hasn't been a medicine for
5: the past seventy years. Released in 1937 as Tell Your Children, this film encouraged parents to warn their children against the devil weed. It was commissioned by the newly appointed head of the Federal Bureau mm-hmm. of Narcotics, Harry Anslinger, an event racist.
3: Physicians in the United States knew the medicine of cannabis, and by using
5: marijuana, he sort of did an end run right around the medical community. Committing absurd acts of violence. You want to kill me? Take it
0: easy, kid. Kid, he's 60 years old.
5: Government men have got to find some way to put it in. But do you
3: realize that marijuana is not like other forms of dope? You see, it grows wild in almost every state of
0: the Union. Every state marijuana of the Union.
3: Marijuana is the oldest medicine known to man. It was found in ancient Egypt. It's been found in Jerusalem. It's mentioned in the Bible. And you're about to learn the history of this amazing plant.
5: Cannabis has existed as medicine for Long centuries. Long ago, but
3: these ancient Grecian temples are new. What did she do? For thousands of years, the
5: even then, this plant has been grown for college and poor for China and elsewhere in the East. Betsy Ross made the first flag oh, for that. Our Declaration of Independence was written on it. Next week, the Turah. American farmers grew and paid tax on it. For American doctors, it was the first choice to treat over 100 ailments. Oh my it's been a medicine a whole lot longer than it hasn't
0: been. So, Amen.
5: increasing use of hemp to make paper and protect his huge pulse form of holding. William Randolph Hearst used his powerful newspaper empire. Old iron bags, with seas, and Hemp victory. The government later denied that the film had ever been made. Public enemy number one in the
3: United States is drug abuse. The
5: president Nixon declared the war on drugs despite his own commission's recommendation that marijuana was. Number of states are considering doing that and ten of them already have.
3: Oregon was the
1: in our cannabinoid receptor
3: which is an autoimmune disease is diabetic fight one. It most definitely suppresses of the disease. The pharmaceutical industry is ripping
1: us away. Uh, I think that's a, a disgusting thing to to the population and uh, and I have no problem with signing up on uh, legalizing marijuana. Uh, and
5: I think that you, can talk to you
0: All right, welcome back to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, because the show always pops out. You're listening to Robert Patton's Grandma's of course.
3: $25 and receive this beautiful silver Tour pin, and my heart felt back. Become a silver door member for $50, and I'll send you the membership pin and the DVD of this show. In- at the hundred dollars level, I'll uh, thank you to get the case the stunning copy of my memoir, Black the Diary. A thousand dollar platinum membership can sponsor as many as ten regional airing's. Thank you. The wall
1: federal government grows my marijuana to supply me on a daily basis. They put three hundred cigarettes to a cookie tin, they freeze dry it, and that's how I get it. I'm in good shape. I have a severe bone disorder. I have over two hundred bone tumors in my body. And if you look at me, I'm fifty nine years old, I don't look it, and I don't take any prescription drugs. I haven't since nineteen ninety. All I take is medical cannabis. That, my friends, is the sound of me. Can you imagine your kids having to use every single day. 12 to 14 hours a day,
3: My son tried focus on medications from around the world. With two to one
5: has been a frequent and getting It's causing more problems. My son's taken
3: 25,000 pills since five years old. Well, things have changed since I started using medical cannabis. I got him down 22 pills a day down to four right now. Functioning I have documentation. I have video evidence of him changing as a human being. His eye contact better. I get emails from his teachers telling me how good he's doing when he looks in my eyes. And I tell him, give me a kiss. He could give me a kiss now. Can you imagine your kiss? I'm giving you a kiss.
5: <laughs> One night at 3 a.m., I woke up. I didn't make it to the washroom. I'm blind in my own heart and expression crap. <laughs> and I, uh, I can't stand this if I had a gun, I would have been over at that point. I saw this booklet that says post-multi-neurosis, oh, oh, medical marijuana, took so, a puff for the first time in my life. And from that time on, I have felt as if I had something to help me. I keep control of a body that can't go out of control. It's a whole new world. They gave me hope. And that's really what it's, what it's announced. I'm sure I'm not a About
3: a year ago while I was on a book tour, I was on the West Coast and met a boy by the name of Joey Perez, a little 10-year-old boy. Joey is autistic, and as he got older, he got more violent, he was never able to communicate. He was 10 years old, he beat his head against the wall, he had broken several bones, and he no longer had any desire to eat. And within about six weeks, he had lost half his body weight. was down to about 47 pounds. His mom took him to every doctor that she could find, and they tried every treatment known. They told her there was nothing more they could do for Joey, and they told her to prepare herself because his organs were beginning to shut down and he wouldn't last much longer. She called Dr. Lester Grinspoon at Harvard, and Lester told her, here's what I want you to do. Once every two days, Give Joey a magic brownie, and she gave it to him. Now, I'm not a doctor, and you notice during this show I've never actually taught medicine. But you don't have to be a doctor to appreciate what happens when you take pot. Well, the first thing that happens is you get the munchies. Joey got hungry, and he ate. He not only ate, he enjoyed eating. Within six weeks, he had regained most of his body weight. What's the second thing that happens? for a marijuana user. It's the greatest violence inhibitor in the world. Joey became a fooled-out kid. There was no more violence, no more beating his head against the wall. Joey, for the first time in his life, began to communicate and use words. And he started playing with other children. But you know what? If you live in a state that does not have medical marijuana and Joey was your child, You have a terrible decision to make. Do you want to try it? Maybe save his life? And possibly go to jail? You know, if you get caught, they're going to take him away from you. And that's a terrible decision. If he's your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, or your neighbor's child. And I certainly don't advocate anybody breaking the law. Help me change the law my state, your state, in fact, in the United States, go to our website. Up in the left-hand corner, put in your zip code. You'll get the name, address, phone number, and if it's available, email of your senator, your representative, both federal and state. You'll find sample petitions, sample letters.
0: But better than that, write your own letter. And better than that, check this out.
2: Into my house, like what up, I got some good pot, I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop. ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty, my friends like, damn that's a stone ass donkey, rolling in hella hot, looking like it's of time, dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries, draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me, probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea. Hello, hello, my main man, Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the D.E.A.'s will be like Aw, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a lookin' for a pot shop This is
3: fucking awesome I'm gonna
4: Hypocrite,
3: You used to smoke weed so... I'm gonna drum some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a run Looking for a side shop This is fucking awesome Let's end the war on drugs It's time to hold a These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs Let's end the war on weed The people have a this group's up there.
0: All right, welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday, folks. You're listening to uh, Robert Platschorn right now, one of our guests is going to be on our show next week. Woo-hoo! He's talking about the Silver Tour and what you can do to change uh, the laws in your area. Check it out.
3: And write it in your own handwriting. Yeah. Because when they start getting those letters, they start paying attention. A lot of states right now, after criminalization or medical marijuana, or even legalization on the ballot. And All you have to do is exercise your right to vote.
5: I have an obligation to be much more supportive, and I am willing to go talk to, to, to the people D vote for to express my. Opinion. I know that <laughs> you're subject whether or not you have marijuana legalized, especially for medical reasons, and I have. Friends and family who have cancer, and I know it's been really important
1: to their pain and help with them, so I'm really a big
3: supporter of it. I would look forward to trying to try it, but I don't know where in heaven's name I would get a hold of any to try
5: <laughs> <From> oh In <1840 laughs> <and> 1942, <laughs> marijuana was easily attained at the pharmacy and listed in the United States Pharmacopoeia
3: Please, sponsor more airings of this show by becoming a member of the Silver Tour.
5: It only takes an (laughs) annual $50 membership to air Grandma two more times, and that can pay for four more airings, and that could pay for eight more,
3: and so on until Grandma reaches millions. With your support, we can air this show hundreds of times on regional and national television. I urge you, join at the highest level you can afford. Join for as little as $25 and receive this beautiful Silver Tour pin and my heartfelt thanks. Become a Silver Tour member for $50. And
0: probably I'll send you the
3: membership bin and
0: a membership pin and the DVD of this goes. show.
3: If you can join at the $100 gold member level, I'll thank you with the pin, the DVD, and the signed copy of my memoir, Life of the Diary. A $1,000 platinum membership can huh? sponsor as many. Uh-huh. As 10 regional areas of Grandma. Your thanks. It's all of the fun gifts, plus a signed copy of the hit movie, Square Rupert, that tells my story, and something that's very, very special. One of Herb Rosenfeld's federal medical barrel delivery cans. These cans have sold an auction for. Money order to the address on your screen. Together. else.
1: creates crime and violence in our society that need not exist except for the fact that we have chosen we've chosen a policy of prohibition rather than a policy of regulation and control. And right now we're wasting all these resources and we're putting people whose only decision is to use an illegal drug, we're
5: putting those people in jail. And that's just insane. And cannabis is a natural plant in its natural form that grows from the ground. It has never caused anyone a harm. Yet yeah. That's the biggest reason why it's continued to be illegal. In Israel, Dr. Raphael Makulam has devoted his life to unlocking the medical miracle just waiting to be discovered in the cannabis plant. The is actually
1: very valuable in a a lot of diseases. It is used in in rheumatoid arthritis and many other inflammatory diseases. So uh, it can be used and it should be used. I'd like to try it. I
5: really like it. I have some many medical problems. I don't like the fact that you have to smoke it. If I can take it in a pill or mm-hmm. some other way, candy. Foods made with yeah. hemp and cannabis yeah, can. are in high demand everywhere. They're illegally available. Uh, if Americans mm-hmm. ate more hemp food,
3: it would help correct the imbalance of essential fatty acids in the diet. I think we'd see a reduction of. Uh, inflammatory diseases. I think this would be a benefit of lowering heart attack risk, cancer risk. I think it can also uh, do a lot for mental, emotional health because the you know, omega-3s are really necessary for proper brain function. Right, so my grandparents use it. my great-grandparents it. And it's amazing. My great-grandfather lived to be a 110. She used
5: to use marijuana, tea, you know, food. About about that much of those before CBDs seem to help my teachers. I'm not using it to, to get any psychological effects off of it. I'm just eating a butter raw with bread. <laughs> I used to be on approximately 14 different prescriptions. I would still have multiple features a day. No more. I never want to see compromise the capacity of people to use herbal
3: marijuana, whether it's because the drug that they've come up with.
1: one, take away the nausea from the ATT, they were
5: take out half of the drugs in my prescription book if I could write for medical marijuana. People who are going to football and people have all types of other problems where they get a tremendous amount of relief from marijuana and deny those people freedom of pain. And that's
3: fair. I'd rather see people in jail for misusing alcohol in marijuana. I hope you've enjoyed our show and learned something important. Because sooner or later, you're going to be asked to vote for the end cannabis prohibition or to make medical marijuana available to the patients in your state. If you believe you now have the information and the maturity to make an informed decision, you might want to make your opinion known to your state and federal representatives. According to New York Supreme Court Justice Gustin Reichbach, this human rights issue. If you lived in Belgium, England, Holland, Argentina, Israel, or a host of other countries, your doctor can legally prescribe and treat you with this natural, effective, and safe medication. In 17 of our states (coughs) and in our nations, a doctor can recommend medical marijuana. In fact, in a recent Rasmussen poll, 56% of Americans have declared in favor of legalizing marijuana. There is no need to break the law
0: when you can change it. There you go, folks. No need to break the law when you can change it. Yeah, yeah. Good. I like it. That was Robert Platshorn. <coughs> He'll be checking in with us live next week, uh, our our pre-420 show. Our 10-year anniversary radio show.
5: woo 10
0: years. Chip-chap about cannabis. All right. I love it. You saw my sleep over there. <coughs> All right. Um, here's a little bit about our next, one of our other guests, Doug Fine. Uh, and he was on, I think this is Conan. But there's just little snippets of Doug. So we'll play a little bit, and uh, you can get a little sense of Dougie. The cannabis
1: News Network
0: airs
1: this about Doug You fine. believe passionately uh, that legalizing cannabis, you don't like to say marijuana. You think it's a little divisive. You say cannabis, the medical term you believe legalizing cannabis and taxing it like alcohol would actually help us, the United States, get out of the debt crisis that we're in right now? Do you believe that, seriously? I really do. There's precedent for it. Um, before alcohol prohibition, sometimes about 70% of U.S. federal revenue came from alcohol, for better or for worse. So uh, we could see the same thing with cannabis, plus the drug wars. 40 years in, trillion dollars of our tax money, and, I mean, as far as affecting supply, let's just look at this audience. It's like a willy My name is Doug Fine. I'm a drug policy author who, as a father and as a reporter, has become convinced that the international drug war must change its focus.
3: We're having, actually having a solar moment here right now. Um, we had this big storm last night, and the uh, – oh, hello, Dave. And the uh, grid electricity got knocked out. Vegetable <laughs> oil, my gas.
1: It drives better on vegetable oil than it does on diesel. It drives wider. The only downside is that the exhaust, all right now, um, tends to give one the munchies. Chicken. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody here knows that we're winning, right? I don't mean to just voice an opinion on you here, but. Speaking as a human being with one of these ones, right here, yes. an endocannabinoid system. I have one, you have one, they have them in Belize and <laughs> Bolivia and Mozambique and Germany. You know what it is? Does anybody not know? Show, my, show your hands if you do not know what your endocannabinoid system is. You do not know? Okay. I'm glad I asked. You have an endogenous or you are born with the receptor system for the, for the delivery of the cannabis plant and other related plants that have cannabinoids in them. Even if you have never enjoyed cannabis in the smokable or edible form, you receive cannabinoids from your mother in mother's milk um, if you're breastfed because they reside in mother's milk. Um, the layman's way of telling that story is it is believed to stimulate the nursing reflex, which is to say cannabis gives an infant the munchies right from the beginning so that, that he or she is ready, ready to nurse. Um, we have co-evolved with the cannabis plant. The, cannabis, the endocannabinoid system is our receptor network. I think of it as Velcro, one half of the Velcro. This is true if you do your research. Don't rely on me. If you bump your knee or, God forbid, have something wrong with some organ, the same thing happens. There are receptors that come up waiting for some form of cannabinoid to be delivered to your body. We're just now understanding that we have them, um, that we have this system, and our understanding of how we interact with this plant is so preliminary because how many people, show of hands, have heard of THC? How many people, show of hands, keep their hands up a of CBD? How many people have heard of CBC? How many people have heard of CBG, CBN, and terpenes, and flavonoids? Think of the interaction of all these elements in your body, and we are at our infancy of understanding the plant. All we know is that it's been a tool of humanity. The strange thing is prohibition. So specific Holland message, fighting so hard to close this ridiculous back door and make the industry take steps towards being honest and not <coughs> forced to deal with crime, yes. But I'm here to say we, let's think way beyond this. What, I'm, what I'd like to talk to you about today has to do with this. I stepped outside my ranch in 2013. I live on a ranch called the Funky Butte Ranch in southern New Mexico, about uh, 42 acres, so I guess that's about 20-something hectares, and um, there was a 138,000-acre wildfire, so roughly 60,000 hectare fire that people used to call a millennial event, something that happens once. Every thousand years now, it's every couple of years. I don't know if you're seeing the same strong impact in Europe that we're seeing in much much of the U.S. and other places, but the climate change thing is not a joke. And so as we learn, launch, the Canada hemp industry, we have to be imparting regenerative values into it at every step of the way. There's no time for saying, oh, maybe later I will cultivate in a more regenerative manner with less dangerous pesticides. There's no time for saying next time we won't package it with petrochemical plastic um, or nanomaterials. We'll package it with recycled and regenerative packaging. We must launch the industry with these values embedded in them like a constitution now. Um, it's called regenerative cannabis, um, and it's the only way to go. Um, on the hemp side, um, I thought I'd just give you a little, uh, a few stories from the field. It's a little humbling to have Ben Jonker, the founder of Hemp Slack here, and to be talking about my little hemp project here. For those who don't know, Ben, with uh, years and years of iffy profits, would not let the largest hemp processing facilities in Europe go, and now they've expanded into Romania and other places, and I can't wait to talk to them more. So I just have to acknowledge that we're in the presence of real hemp industrialists here, where I'm, I'm just going to tell you that um, of our 23,000 acres last year, it's, I think I have, there are some really great American um, hemp industry folks here today that um, I just want to acknowledge, kind of as a group. God bless the Hemp Industry Association and my other friends from the um, U.S. who are here. Shout out if I'm right. Is it going to be more than 50,000 acres in the U.S. this year? 75,000. Joy Beckerman, the president of the Hemp Industry Association. So, um, so. The industry is growing rapidly. Um, my project that I'll tell you a little bit about, my fingers are still dirty. This was a harvest in Hawaii. Whoops. There's nothing like – oops, let's see if I can go backwards. This was a really fun project. It's a completely unnecessary project. The govern, our, our hemp legalization is piecemeal, state by state, and there are states that are saying we want it at the highest level, and there are states that where the governor hasn't drank the Kool-Aid yet, if you know what I mean. And so Hawaii is one of those states. So to put up a roadblock to just starting the industry, they gave contracts out to develop seed genetics, which were already available um, everywhere else. There's tons of good genetics in the U.S. available. Um, so the only cultivar we were allowed to grow after some system starts was this Chinese cultivar called Yuma. It grew great. Um, and then um, no, no Americans are allowed to answer this question. Um, for a copy of Too High to Fail, what is that cloudy material in the back uh, of me as I'm harvesting um, in Hawaii two weeks ago? Somebody shouted out, "Weed." I love it. Smoke. For, I almost want to give you the book just for that answer. Um, but that's not what it is. Any other guesses? Guesses? Garbage. It's not garbage. Nope. That was it. <laughs> Did you know that already? I. So it. It. Volcanic ash from Kilauea eruption on the next island. This is Oahu, and it was big island <laughs> eruption. <laughs> I'll find it later. So uh, the good news is Hawaii now is actually moving. There's been so much. I'm a member of Hawaii's Farmers Union, and there's so much effort from the organization and others in Hawaii that they actually are now issuing permits, but only for the unnecessary cultivar. It's not a terrific cultivar for anything except fiber, which is the last application, as much as Hawaii needs it, for things like 3D-printed plastic. Has anybody seen hemp-printed uh, non-petrochemical bio plastic before? This is uh, the Colorado State flag, um, and also the Colorado, the Colorado Hemp Company is represented here today. Um, Lizzie, you should talk to her. She's awesome. Noco Hemp Expo and Tree Free Hemp. At the end, Todd, I, I have one of my books printed on hemp, Um, by Colorado Hemp Company. So this is U.S. grown hemp fiber mixed with a corn stabilizer printed on a 3D printer. So visualize the end of petrochemical plastic. This is reality, and it's up to us to make it come forth in the marketplace. So this cultivar is not good for anything except fiber, but Hawaii doesn't have the acreage to do massive fiber at at the beginning. So um, Hawaii's got a few extra steps to go. Oregon is one of the leading hemp states. Um, they're um, uh, rebuilding a, cult, a cultivar that I helped develop that's becoming popular. Um, it's being used for phytoremediation in coal mines in Virginia, as my colleague from the uh, Virginia Industrial Hemp Coalition, Jason is also here. Um, you should say hi to all these people, and I'm not trying to be jingoistic uh, and say just talk to the Americans, but it's the cream of the American hemp crop. Or, or, uh, so um, in Oregon, we're redeveloping this cultivar called Samurai, which has been used for soil healing in damaged soil, which is two, uh, showing 34% protein, so it's a good food crop. And it's got, you know, nice levels of cannabinoids, 2.5 CBD, 2.7 CBD, usable. Um, I've been using it in a product. And then also very bulky fiber. So it's truly a crossover cultivar that can be used for many uh, purposes, and I'm proud to be um, associated with it. And in Vermont, I'm, I, this is like, a, an example of a state doing it right, Vermont Secretary of Agriculture came last week whoops, out to our planting, and I'm um, trying to use a laser pointer, but um, let's see, sorry.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, so that guy
1: on the bottom left, that guy right there is he is Secretary of Agriculture Anthony Tebbitt of Vermont, the boss of farming in the state of Vermont, sent by the governor to plant hemp with us. Do you see why I'm saying we're winning? We're winning this thing. Um, Really what I'm I'm most interested in is independent farming. Um, And so this is the one sort of lesson that I want to be sure to impart to everybody today. If you're thinking about getting into hemp and cannabis, it's fine to be entrepreneurial and there's no reason why farmers can't make a good living. And it's very important to me that farmers are kept into the, uh, the value chain, as it moves up towards final product and value added, that we have cooperative-type models where farmers are not just slaves of commodity prices. Today, as I was being driven here by my host, Derek's brother, on uh, on the on, by boat, you know, in the canal, um, we rounded a corner, and he said that building is from the 17th century. It's where the farmers used to come and weigh their, um, you know, with the official weights and measures to get their crops weighed. And I said, wow, were free farmers able to make a living during this period, like between serfdom and the 20th century? And his take was, no, not really. The landowners that were profiting from farming were, but the actual farmers weren't. And it's the same story up through today. The farmers of genetically modified corn in the U.S. are largely losing money today. And we only have 1% left of people farming in America. I think it's all of our goal here from the States to get that number up in mean hemp and cannabis to so the numbers that it was in nineteen thirty seven when U.S. hemp uh, and cannabis prohibition began, which was thirty percent of Americans were farming.
0: There you go.
5: That crazy one percent now I think it's probably less than percent. Thirty percent not long ago were
0: farming. Folks you are listening to today Wednesday. Wednesday. We're just gearing you up for some of the folks that are coming on next week for our ten year anniversary. Woo! Years. okay believe it. 10 years old. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Let's give a couple of shout-outs before we end the show here. Time flies and you're having fun. Um, check out Robert Platshorn, Dr. Regina Nelson. Um, that's fine. And I'm not sure if Urban Rosen, uh, Rosenfeld is going to come on, but hopefully um, we'll see about getting him on. And uh, let's give a shout-out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826. East Broward, Boulevard. Come down and get certified. Uh, you can get certified for, I just go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check it out, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms. You can also get your card if you're getting treated for something that's causing any of those things. Yep, that's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, folks, and I can't even believe it, next week we're having a heck of a show, Robert Slatshorn, Doug Fine, Dr. Regina Nelson, and hopefully Cannabis Kid will be here, and we are
4: going to have a blast,
0: 10-year anniversary, 3 radio show with our awesome friends we've had along the way. Um, we love these people supporters of cannabis come down and get certified 4826 east broadway boulevard go get some hemp and cbd products that are awesome new shop good leaf at 6224 east no uh yeah east speedway boulevard lord so many locations and yeah 6224 and that's over by bookman and as always remember be smart be safe and educate 10 years go they just had to get a laugh in.
5: We're getting bombs up. Hitting ash. Get your ash. Let's do and have some fun. We'll see you next week.